Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Bam. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hello, everyone. I'm here with someone you just watched on Bachelor in Paradise, the sweetest Annalise. Hey, girl. Hi. You're, you're just so cute, and everyone thinks you're the, what is it, the most authentic, sweetest girl in Bachelor Nation, which I agree. Oh, I think that's so sweet. I'm like, I still get blown away when people say that. I'm like, I don't know. I guess it's just because it's just me. So you have like-, like the most positive Instagram comments I've ever seen, <laughs> <laughs> which is a benefit. I, I didn't have that. So I'm like, wow, that's cool. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it actually like people when they say you're so inspiring, I feel like just reading my comments lately. I'm like, I'm so inspired by everyone right? commenting. It's like amazing. It's I a love mutual it. love. Well, I want to obviously talk about paradise, um, but I always kind of like to go in order where we first met you was Ari's season. Yeah. Which was, feels like ages ago, but uh, your big, your big break was the fear of bumper cars. <laughs> yep. That um, was the big thing. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't done bumper cars since, so I don't. What was the, what was the thing? What was the occasion that made um, you fear them? So well, the thing is, it's one of those like weird things that's like stuck in your psyche that you don't really know why you're, why you have this like trigger. Yeah. But that day I was just triggered. And I, if I can think back to what it might've been, I think it was a birthday party and it was like probably around seven ish. Okay. And, like I was seven ish. And there was a couple girls at that age that were sort of like would pick on me and they were a little clickish. So I think it was more like a bullying aspect than any, and they just like, I remember really mean that day. Yeah. So I think that was actually where it came from more than anything. And it's like, again, being in that environment, you're, I mean, I was, there's 15 girls on the date that day. And I think it just like that feeling came rushing back. Maybe it was more of a click feeling than a fear of the cars. Yeah. And like that not fitting in and, and people not liking you. But then also, I mean, there was like the fearful aspect of it as well of like, yeah. you know, they didn't, they didn't show the security or the, the safety guy coming out and saying like, you know, if your car catches fire, make sure you stay in your car <laughs> until somebody can put out the fire and remove you safely, you know, and things like that. So, um, so there, it was like actually scary too. It and was there, actually there a fear. That, yeah. I mean, a lot of other girls actually cried that day, but of course, like I had a very, I had a, I had a good story. <laughs> they made you look like a crazy person, which yeah. nothing new. What else was it? A fear of dogs? The dog thing. Yeah. That's uh, real though. You know where that comes from? Yeah. So I was bit by a dog when I was probably like one and a half. Okay. I was uh, staying with my grandparents. My parents were out of the country. This was like before, oh, yeah. you know, mail and cell phones. And so my, my, um, my, it was my grandparents' dog and I was hugging her and she just like, you know, she could have really hurt me if she wanted to, but she loved me. So it was a nip, but it was still, I had 19 stitches around my eye. Oh and my gosh. the doctor said it was like very close to a nerve. So I could have lost my eye. And so people don't, when I say that people are like, don't realize how serious it actually was, but I still have scars from it. And, um, and, but I still love animals. That's the thing. Like, yeah. I, I'm not fearful of all dogs. I'm fearful of the ones that I feel like might attack me and bite. I gotta admit, I mean, I'm not necessarily comfortable around like every dog. Like there's definitely dogs where I'm like, 
Right. Like you walked by, I don't know, some impound lot and they have like some aggressive dog that's like <laughs> trying to like crawl up the fence to attack you. Yeah. I mean, those of dogs, I, my, my heart races immediately when I yeah. see them like that. But for the most part, I love animals and I love dogs. So. That's a totally realistic fear to have. But of course, <laughs> with the other fear or fears, it might have looked sillier. Plus editing all the music i wonder if i had watched the whole scene of you being afraid of bumper cars without music behind it what it would have been like because the music right. is what makes everything and all the looks and like yep. all the kind of other stories and yeah they definitely i mean they're geniuses they're right? amazing at what they do well there we'll go back to that moment but i want to talk about annalise pre-bachelor okay what, what what was your story why did you go on um, so I have been single for about three years now, well, now about a month, but uh, before that about three years. And so I, uh, I basically, I'd done every dating website. Mm -hmm. I set up with all my friends, single friends and sort of like, I felt like I did everything and I've just really been over dating. Like mm -hmm. I would say for the last like year to two years before, I really didn't date. I'd go on like a couple dates here and there. Yeah. Um, but I just wasn't meeting anyone that I was even remotely clicking with. And so um, for me, it just felt like an opportunity to like try something new mm -hmm. and see if maybe, you know, it would open up a circle of like new people if Ari wasn't the person for me even, you know? Right. So, um, and I was hopeful that he would be just because I was like, oh, age appropriate. Right. like. He seems like he's like ready for all the things that I'm ready for. So I was actually really hopeful that we would have a good connection, but we just, there was nothing there. Was there ever anything there with him? No, I think maybe <laughs> that first night there might've been like, we, I mean, we actually, it was funny. We did have some good conversations, like mm -hmm. sort of when cameras weren't around, I felt like even on the dog date, there was a moment we were like sitting and having like a great conversation. But then as soon as it felt like it was like a, conversation where we were sitting on a bench and the cameras really were on us yeah. and it was one of those moments then it was like the conversation just got awkward and it was like really really difficult to I just remember Ben Higgins was my bachelor and the best conversations we had were the ones where there were just no cameras around right. like I got the first impression rose and at one point they were setting up the room for me to like walk in the room and so me and him were kind of just standing outside and that was when he finally got to look at me and be like, how are you? Is everything good? Like, are you tired? And all the things that you don't get to say. Right. And there's those. Yeah. yeah. And there's so few and far between that, mm -hmm. you know, he even, he said to me, like, here's where the target on the back thing happens. So, you know, just walk in and smile. And I was like, okay. And we were kind of hugging. And that was when I was like, oh, I wish there were more moments like that where you could at yeah. least sort of try to develop something but totally but Ari maybe just wasn't your your man he no, is not your I, man and that was like exactly why I did paradise was because I knew that there were going to be a lot more of those moments to yeah. actually like get to know somebody and not have the cameras constantly I mean I would say 90% of the time I was in paradise I forgot that there was cameras so, uh, for the good and bad <laughs> I mean that's how it should be it's a producer's yeah. dream but I, I want to know so you go on you you knew it was Ari before or yeah okay um, well I mean I had gone through like the casting sort of process and then uh I think we all thought it was going to be Peter and so I was excited I was obviously <laughs> excited about that and then yeah. 
when they said when they said um Ari I remember like getting the phone call that morning saying like okay they just announced it like what do you think like it's now your decision if you want to be a part of this or not and I I really was like toying back and forth yeah. and then I I started I watched like a couple of his interviews I watched a couple of clips of him from like um his season yeah. and I was like you know what? actually I feel like he's he seems like a good guy and like there was just mannerisms and things like that that I was really attracted to like really little things that mm-hmm. I was like yeah. Okay. Yeah. There could be something there. Isn't so. it crazy? Like I did the same thing where like I watched clips and like, that was my way of seeing if he was yeah, my type or not. Yeah. It was like sort of the same way of like being on a dating site. Like all right. the time, somebody's like, Oh, here's my Instagram. So and then you like weird. go and you stalk them on Instagram and you're like, Oh, okay. Like they seem like they could it's be. So, it's so weird. Just wanted to take a second to talk to you about Miro. Miro is making deodorant better. Like 10 times better, not the drugstore stuff with the meh scents that you're used to. I've tried so many deodorants in my time, different scents. I've even worn men's deodorant at times because I couldn't find the right one that smelled good and kept me dry. So then my friend suggested Myro. And it's done wonders for me, so now I gotta give back and suggest it to the rest of you. As someone who struggled with excessive sweating in the past, I can tell you firsthand that Myro is the real deal and it's completely natural. Myro believes a good scent and a good mood go hand in hand. They deliver obsession-worthy, naturally effective deodorant that looks as good as it smells. They make their natural deodorant with a custom blend of essential oils that release over time to keep you fresh and a barley extra to keep you dry. So choose your scent, your cute little case, and your color. You'll get a refresh every three months delivered straight to your door. That's conveniently timed for when most people run out. You can switch scents press pause or stop literally anytime you want to it's refillable case and mood inspiring scents are good for you and the planet which i love personally because the case is refillable myro reduces plastic waste by approximately 50 percent versus typical drugstore deodorants which i love so doing good and feeling good should be an everyday thing just like putting on deodorant. Get started with Myro today and you'll get 50% off your first order for just $5. $5. Oh my God, that's crazy. So visit mymyro.com slash Olivia and use the promo code Olivia. It's that easy. Mymyro.com slash Olivia. Use the promo code Olivia and you'll get 50% off your first order. Just $5 today. Do it right now. Okay, so you you go through the show. You have your few little moments with him. By the way, every his his reaction to your crying about the bumper cars was kind of lame, wasn't he? Just like, really, you're afraid of this? I don't something? even remember, to be honest. Um, I just remember tweeting something like, "Wow, that was a lame reaction. Yeah, Not how I, I want my boyfriend to react." <laughs> it may, I just remember feeling really, really uncomfortable because at that yeah. point, uh, I can't remember how many days we were in, but I had spent, you know five minutes zero time and I had spent like you know three four days or something with the girls already so I was like I don't want the guy that I'm supposed to be oh god this sweater on that day and I were I like blew my nose in the sleeve that's hilarious it was so bad and so uh but I'm like I don't want the guy that I'm newly dating to see me like crying and blowing my nose and like just all the things I'm like I want to be crying to my girlfriend and then pull myself together bathroom and like be like oh, no, I'm fine at that but, point did you feel like the like you were close with the girls was it all like a, a 
outsiders kind of feeling like you had when you were a kid? Um, no, I felt pretty good about the girls mm. at that point. I mean, I think from day one, we had a group of girls that were all just really, for the most part, like really just nice to each other okay. and um, inclusive. And cool. yeah, so I didn't really ever feel like there was definitely like some clicks and people who were closer, but it wasn't like a bad. It we had everyone. There's always clicks. Yeah. They always just some people mesh more than others. Exactly. Normal. So you you did an interview saying that you really wanted to meet friends and make friends on the show which is interesting and what's the saying not here to make friends um so who were like by the end of that season or now who are some of your closest friends um I feel like I see Kendall probably the most because okay. uh, she's in LA and I love her she's so she's sweet great. and um so she's somebody that I keep in touch with a good amount. Um, the other people that I talk to, um, well, from that season, I would say Jenna. I feel like now from Paradise, there's like a couple more people that I keep in touch with. Okay. But um, yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, I I feel like with with social media nowadays, like you keep in touch with people that way. Yeah. But I'm not. I think also because I'm in San Francisco and it's. Um, it's a there's not like a ton going on in terms of like the bachelor world. world yeah um it's like usually I see people if I'm in LA or in New York and it's sort of you lose touch a little bit yeah. on the in-betweens do you feel like the friendships that you've made in this franchise are genuine for the most part yeah I think it's like a weird it's a weird thing because you you just don't ever really know if there's like if if people are doing it just for yeah certain other followers <laughs> yeah you so can say bit, it <laughs> yeah I mean it's it's like scary sometimes because you don't know if people are really your true friends yeah. or there I would like to believe that they are and I do think that there are a couple people that I've met that are really true friends and and like right trustworthy and all that sort of stuff but you never know it's all it's always a, t- a tough line I feel like at the beginning, I just wanted to make friends with everyone and embrace everyone. And I feel like I'm friendly with people on social media. Some people that I've never even met, like I've never met you in person, but I always comment on your stuff and think right. it's all so cute. But it's like, you know, so many of these, it's like, am I ever actually going to meet this person in real life? Like, I don't know. I think, too, I think that not necessarily like your best friends come from the season that right. you were on, which is kind of interesting. I've noticed well. that, too. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, I'm still hopeful that I'll like make more friends throughout the franchise. Cause I think that there's so many more people that I probably would click with even more, right. but, and it was a different thing in paradise meeting friends. Cause you really don't have that competitive, um, right. Thing, like going for, for the, the most same. part, for the most part, yeah. <laughs> you had more competition than maybe other people did. Yeah. <laughs> Have you tried Beachbody On Demand? You've been listening to me talk about Beachbody On Demand for a while now, but have you gotten your free trial yet? It's an easy-to-use streaming service that gives you instant access to a wide variety of effective workouts that you can do from the comfort of your living room whenever you want to. It's the company behind P90X, Insanity, 21 Day Fix, T25, Brazil Butt Lift, Pio, 3-Week Yoga Retreat, so many more. There's hundreds of effective workouts with the best celebrity trainers out there. So whether you need bodybuilding training, cardio, high intensity yoga, even if you want a dance workout, they've got it for you. With Beachbody On Demand, there's no more excuses. I can't say I'm too busy. I can't say that I can't afford a gym membership or 
whatever excuses I come up with these days. This week, I'm committed to doing T25 with Sean T with just my laptop in my living room. I'm getting an hour of work per day in just 25 minutes. There's seriously workouts as short as 10 minutes that don't require extra equipment, so there's no more time for excuses anymore. Even if you've only got 10 minutes in a day, you're getting work done. And don't forget the toning up and losing weight starts in the kitchen. So Beachbody On Demand has tools to make eating right easier. There's tons of easy-to-follow meal plans, hundreds of delicious recipes. You can use your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, Roku, Apple TV, whatever technology you use these days. Beachbody On Demand can be accessed absolutely anywhere, whether you're home, you're away, I don't know, you're in a hotel, No excuses. So right now, my Mouthing Off listeners can get a special free trial membership when you text Olivia to 303030. So you'll get full access to this entire platform totally free. All the workouts, the nutrition information, and the support, which is super important, absolutely free. So do it right now. Get your free trial membership by texting Olivia to 303030. Okay, so let's talk about Paradise. So you leave uh, The Bachelor. Were the producers immediately on you about Paradise? Or did you want to go? A little bit. I I remember, like, a conversation when I was in the van that night, like, going to my hotel the night I left The Bachelor, and they were like, you know, we really love you, and we'd love for you to be a part of this family. (laughs) Keep in touch, that sort of thing. And so, and then I think I got a couple phone calls that were just like, if you're single in a couple months, like, very vague, you know? Okay. Um, but I really wasn't sure if it was something I would ever want to do. I just always felt like there was a little bit more of a stigma to Bachelor in Paradise than to like the Bachelor Bachelorette French or of like a hookup kind of culture. Yeah. Yeah. And also just like you're in a bikini the whole time. Oh god, <laughs> my nightmare. So, <laughs> um, I, it, I mean, yeah, it was my nightmare as well. But then I was like, okay, it actually turned out okay. <laughs> you looked great. Um, thank you, Jamie. Um, <laughs> so anyways, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I wasn't really sure if it was something that I wanted to do, but I just, I think that as time went by, I was like, you know what, why, why not? Yeah. I knew that they wanted to make it a, a lot more like serious, I guess, in a sense this last season, just because people do want to see marriages. Yeah engagements and things like that and so they were sending people that were a lot more ready so um, so that was sort of one of the things that was like intriguing to right. me as well so you go to casting because you have to cast all over again right? yeah. in LA mm-hmm. um at least when I went to casting we did the little interview and they said who would you be interested in did they ask you that yeah they did um so at that point I'm trying to remember who I you might have said <laughs> well no I know I remember who I said I Becca's season I don't think it had even started yet. So there was just oh, like a yeah. spoilers. So when, cause when I went to paradise, we had only seen the first episode. That's right. That's right. Um, so in casting, so it was funny cause I actually, I had like done a little research to see who was maybe already leaked for Rebecca's season right. to see. And I, and the guys who I was initially like, probably I would have swiped right for or whatever, you know, <laughs> were um were joe leo and camille okay and, um and so and i remember saying to one of the producers i was like man if camille shows up like i'm in trouble i'm already like really i, like, I already know like he's so my type that like it yeah i was like it's not what about it's- him just via a photo made you think he was your type um i i, I well i can't remember if it was then or if it was after i'd seen like the very first night right um, 
So I like, I'm typically attracted to Europeans and Got it. Um, like a little accent. I lived in New York for like six plus years. Yeah. So that's actually like in the very, in the uh, reunion show, when I said like, I was thinking about moving to New York, I've been trying to move back to either New York or Los Angeles for like the last three years. I see. Um, so it wasn't like just for, for him. him. Yeah. <laughs> Not just for him. Uh, and um, and like some of my best friends are still in New York. So it was definitely like there was more to that. But okay. anyways, uh, so yeah. So what else about him? Um, like physically, I. He's pretty buff, to, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like more buff than I'm typically attracted to. But, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I usually like like a little bit more lean. Um, okay. But yeah, like, you know, tall, dark and handsome. That's okay. sort of. But he just has that, like, that, that something though, that I was like, I just, I knew, you know, I have to wonder, um, (laughs) at least when my season was coming around and all the girls were in the group text saying who they wanted to date from paradise, I'm assuming Joe was the one everyone wanted to date or at least thought they wanted to date. Um, yeah, he was definitely, I think somebody who was on most people's list. Right. Um, and I really like, I really wanted to meet him. I remember that first day that I got to Paradise, he was one of the early arrivals that day. Okay. And so it was kind of hard because he had already, like everyone had been drinking all day, right. been mingling all day on the beach. It had been a long day for them. And I arrived like, I don't know, three, four o'clock in the afternoon. So towards, towards the later end of arrivals. Yeah, I yeah. think there was a couple arrivals after me. And okay. so by the time I got there, I felt like I couldn't really make any sort of genuine connection that first night because it was just like, fun and yeah everyone was drunk yeah Yeah. nobody was everyone was just getting to know each other um and then he and he and Kendall uh sort of started to pair off pretty quickly so then you know but he's such a nice guy but I never I never felt any kind of romantic connection so interesting okay so then you get there and your first suitor is Jordan yeah and Um, wow we only saw the people that were there from the original cast. We only saw the first episode right. of The Bachelorette. So I didn't know anything about You hadn't about seen Brian. Jordan Kimball yet. No. <laughs> um, I was extremely skeptical. One thing that um, that wasn't shown so much is that I think in every interview I did, even though I was, I was excited for somebody to be courting me yeah. and like excited to um to have somebody interested because that was I think one of my fears is that I'm gonna get there no nobody's one's gonna, gonna want me yeah so um so I feel like the fact that he was interested was like exciting to me right but I kept saying I was like I don't see this going anywhere like <laughs> I like yes I'll like entertain the idea and and have fun but like I and I was like who knows maybe this could turn into a Carly and Evan sort of situation where yeah. like all of a sudden I'm surprised at the end but I just had like my gut kind of told me from the start that it wasn't going to be something Is it because he's is he as goofy as we think he is? Um so he definitely has like two sides. He has like his very goofy um, charismatic kind of show yeah, yeah. Who has like the perfect one-liners yep. and you also have the um the very like serious and I think the guy who is really ready to commit and who who doesn't like like putting on an act. It okay. is just is interesting. Being more <laughs> him. Yeah. Uh yeah, I really I, I like Jordan. I think he's a good guy and I I um yeah, so I don't know, but I was like I was open to it. I guess you were open to him but always skeptical. Yeah. Well, then I, Jenna comes in mm-hmm. and he tried to do both for a little bit. Sort of. Well, 
Yeah, so he, I mean, he was pretty open with me. He said once she came in, like, he was immediately interested. And so they went on their date. And then when he came back, of course, he was like, yeah. we had a great time. And, and I think for me, I was more upset that this was somebody who I was like, he had, I can't remember how many days we were actually into it already, but he had sort of monopolized my time. Right. And so I was like, Oh yeah, because we had already had a rose ceremony yeah. too. So we were a couple couple days in. So um so he had sort of monopolized my time. So I hadn't really gotten, gotten a chance to know any to other people. Anyone else. Yeah. And it was now the guys giving out the roses. And so I started sort of panicking, like, shoot, I don't think I have a romantic connection with anyone I've else. I've been here. spending so much time with you that I haven't exactly. gotten to know other people. And that's what I think is really difficult to understand, like being a viewer, is that it is like this roller coaster of the the power struggle of like when the girls have the power, the guys have the power and you do want to stay every week because you don't know who's coming in next. And so sometimes your emotions and your feelings for somebody can like really be amped up and elevated because they're, they're sort of like your, your person to get you through the next week. And you're like exploring that. Like, so I was exploring that relationship and being open to it. Um, but I really wasn't, I wasn't talking to anyone else romantically at that point. So that was what was really scary. So then, yeah, she came in and we talked and, and it was, I was happy for that. Honestly, I was like, okay, I don't really see a possibility. But they seem good. So whatever. And then, uh, then Kenny walks in. Yeah. So, well, Kenny had been there from the start and Kenny, um, Kenny was somebody that I just had really, really great conversation with. Like all the time we would have long conversations, um, talk about his daughter, um, I didn't realize how, like, I always say that I want a Renaissance man, just yeah. like somebody who, you know, can recite poetry, but then okay. like, it's like a manly man and like has traveled the world, like kind of just a really well-rounded guy. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just didn't, I don't think I had realized like how many other qualities that Kenny had that I was looking for. And so the more I got to know him, the mm-hmm. more I just started to think like, I haven't really been looking at him. Before. I need to open my eyes. Exactly. And that was, that had been my thing from day one walking. And I was like, I'm going to be open. I'm going to be open. And like, I kept saying like, if I leave here with somebody, I'm going to be surprised by them. Um, so anyway, so Kenny, yeah, I, and then he left again for the same reason. I know. Um, and I had a conversation with him earlier that day because I, I knew that his daughter's recital was very important to him. And I, I, I remember saying to him, I was like, I don't know where my feelings are at right now. I really like you like as a, as a person, yeah. like I want to continue to get to know you, but I don't know if I can give you my rose. And I think the rose ceremony was like two days away still. Yeah. And so I said, um, I don't want you to not go on this trip because of me. Like I want, if you, if you really feel like you need to leave, then you should go. And okay. so we had a couple conversations already. And again, when he left, it was, it was like, of course, I was going to miss my friend being there. But then I was also, it was like, shoot, now, I, that was the moment where I thought, like, should I leave? Because right. maybe no one is there is anyone there. else here? Yeah. I wonder if they were holding Camille the whole time. They weren't. He actually, I think he was supposed to be there from day one. But oh. he had um, he had something which would have been a very different thing. Yeah. Um, but he had something come up and wasn't able to come and tell, tell that. I see. But I think they flew him out, like. I think they knew Kenny was leaving and they were like, can you get on the next I wonder one? if that, like, they, they thought, okay, we want Annalise to, to have this experience. Because you had mentioned him in the beginning. Right. Well, and then he had come, he came the very next morning. And I remember, like, it had been a rocky week. 
And I actually even in one of my interviews, they didn't, they didn't air it, but I was like, man, I really wanted Camille to be here. But I was like, maybe I don't anymore. Cause I'm yeah. so sick of these men. I'm just done with this. I'm like I'm done with men. Yep. And, and then of course he showed up. So how, how perfect, like a little, yeah. what a story. And it was funny too, because I feel like with Kenny being there, um, when he left, like I said, of course I was like really sad that he was leaving as like a friend and just like as yeah. losing the opportunity to like see if there could be more. Yep. But, um, but I was, I think I was very much like on board. Like when pe- a lot of people say like, man, you were able to turn your feelings off so quickly and like move on to somebody else. I think we both kind of knew like it wasn't, there was something always sort of missing, okay. but we both were like hopeful. You just were more friends maybe. I think we were, we were definitely friends who were just exploring to trying to see else, but like we were really friends well very yeah. mature of you guys though yeah that's cool so then Camille comes yay life is great <laughs> you didn't think he was coming but he did and yeah. you were attracted to him from the beginning yeah and I remember um him saying the same thing too um when he came down the stairs that day he was like the, he was like I want to take Annalise like that was the first thing he ah. said um, they kind of like made it right. seem, seem not quite that way, but, um, but we just had like an instant connection and attraction mm-hmm. and, um, and we, that day we spent like the full day together. We had so much just like one-on-one time again without cameras and mics mm-hmm. because we were in that like waterfall lagoon. Yeah. Um, and so it was great cause it was just like, Perfect. we had just a lone conversation and uh and we spent the whole whole day together and so and then even when we got back that night we went to like one of the suites and we were able to watch like the sunset together and just watch chairs together so we really got to know each other really well and that's why again like when I when I would say man up we're like one of the strongest couples it was because a date like that almost puts you like six months we were having conversations that I haven't had with boyfriends until we were dating for months a year, you know? And so it did feel, and I remember even that night when we got back, he was like, should we just, should we just leave the show right now and just like go home and do this in the real world? Because they're going to mess this up. I know. Well, it's uh, funny. I mean, I, I know what goes into editing and, and I was like, she wouldn't say we're one of the stronger couples if she didn't feel like they were one of the stronger couples, you know? Yeah. Um, I just think we like, we actually, again, I wish, I wish more of a relationship was showed shown because we have so, so, so much in common. Like, I feel like every time he would say, Oh, I like to do this. I'm like, me too. Or Let's I have do it. experience me too. Like we just had so much in common. He like has traumatic carnival experiences. <laughs> We're both only children. Um, uh-huh. Just like a lot of, we both like to um, go to like antique fairs and flea markets and and like flip houses. And so we have a lot of stuff in common. And yeah, um, and we were really, really goofy together, which was another thing that I feel like didn't really get to get shown. So um, so we just, it was, it was, there was a lot more to our relationship than I think unfortunately was shown, um, which yeah. So, <laughs> well, I wanted the one little drama was with Shushana, who was on my season of The Bachelor. She's still on Paradise. Um, I think she was the only one from an old school Ben Higgins. Uh, um, oh, Jubilee. Jubilee was on there. She was on my season. But anyway, yeah. So she comes in, goes after Camille. 
uh, Camille says, I want to be with Annalise. And she kind of doesn't, um, doesn't relent in that way. She's like, Nope, I'm going to keep trying. Um, do you, what's your relationship with her now? Like, do you, do you guys talk at all or? No, we don't talk. We, um, we sent a couple of text messages to text messages to each other right around the whole, um, those episodes just to kind of apologize to each other for, um, for calling me the blonde girl and for me, for me asking her about being a witch. witch. You didn't think she was really a witch. (laughs) And also like, I don't care if she is or not. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, but at, at the same time, people had, I mean, Camille had come up to me earlier and said, Oh, she, she's, you know, casting spells or whatever. And, and then other people were, me, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. I'm like, okay, I guess I have to just like, I'll just ask. Yeah. You know, it's better just to go right to the source and ask than to be like, right. Rumors and stuff. So, um, so that's why I asked, Are but, you I, a witch? but I'm like, this is ridiculous. And also who like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. No, that was, it was, it's funny. I've always known Shushana. Sometimes her language barrier can make the, what, what she says, it can come off as like more brash than it really is. I'm not saying that that's an excuse, but um, when I was watching some of that stuff, I was like, oh God, shoo. Like, no. I think I was most frustrated because at that point when I talked to her, I think Camille had had three conversations with her. And so my conversation was the fourth and of saying, I don't want to be with you. Yeah. yeah. And, I don't, and me saying like, you know, it's not going to happen. And then, and I just, I had to be really stern because he was like, I've told her no, like, like five times. I mean, we all watched it back. Like it was very direct. Yeah. It wasn't like, I like, I don't like, I don't you. know if like, I like you or not. <laughs> it was like very, very direct. And yeah. I just remember there was an, a night that we were all getting ready and, um, and she, like, somebody said to her, like, oh, and this was after all of this happened. Yeah. And so he was like, oh, you look really, after I talked to her even, they were like, you look really great tonight. And she was like, oh, I want to look hot for Camille. And I was just like, oh, my God, can you, like, so it was like he a real said thing. no. I wasn't just doing it for the cameras or anything. Like, yeah. She really, really wanted him. And so she I think for me, go. yeah, and that was like, I mean, we've all been in a relationship where somebody else has been, like, eyeballing your man. And yep. it's, it's uncomfortable when you're like okay I, all I want to do is try to move forward but this is like really blocking our right right forward. yeah no that's weird um you guys leave the show in a relationship yeah did you think at all there would be a a, a chance of a proposal at the end or had that yeah um so when we were in the fantasy suite um he said that he he was planning on proposing the next day oh he did yeah, so that's why I, I mean, that's also why I was so like, yeah, I can't wait for him to get down on my knees. I thought it was happening. Oh. Um, and I I don't know. Like, why did he happened. say that? Um, he, he said that he could see, like, he knew that he would, he would marry me one day. And so he was like, it's, it's really just a matter of time. It's like, mm-hmm. I propose to you tomorrow or I propose to you in six months. Like, it doesn't mean we have to start planning a wedding tomorrow, but if I'm going to propose to you regardless, then I might as well just do it tomorrow. Yeah. So, um, so that's why I thought that that was happening. Oh so, no. Uh, but the, I mean, the thing is, I felt like it was a realistic thing to do. I know that for, for both of us, family is really important and, and to like see each other's hometowns yeah. and he had never been to San Francisco. So I thought it would be good for us to leave just as a couple and, okay. and, and I don't know, and just like do it in our own terms. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Did you know that we spend one third of our life sleeping 
What? So if we're spending so much of our time sleeping, it also makes sense that we should be sleeping comfortably. I sleep so comfortably and really well because I have the greatest mattress in the world, a Casper mattress. My body is getting all the support and the good sleep that it needs because Casper is a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get your best rest one night at a time. My Casper mattress is so important to me that it was the only thing that I took with me to Seattle. I had to somehow fit it into my car because life without my mattress just wouldn't work for me, you guys. The experts at Casper work tirelessly to make a quality sleep surface that cradles your natural geometry in all the right places. The best part, at least for me, its breathable design keeps my temperature cool. So no more waking up sweating. Offers two types of mattresses, by the way. The Wave, which features a patent-pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of your body. That's the one that I have, by the way. Or you can get the Essential, which has a more streamlined design at a price that won't keep you up at night. Casper mattresses ship free. They're delivered right to your doorstep in a seriously small box. I'm pretty sure I said out loud, how did they fit a mattress in there when I first got mine in the mail? The best part, you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. Returns are totally hassle-free if you're not in love with your mattress after 100 nights. You will be, though. Trust me. Get yourself the Casper mattress that changed my sleep completely. Here's how. Right this second, head over to casper.com slash Olivia. Use the promo code Olivia at checkout to get $50 towards select mattresses. So remember, terms and conditions apply. That's promo code Olivia at checkout for $50 towards select mattresses on casper.com slash Olivia. So you leave the show. You're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and how long was that from the time that you filmed the after show? Um, so about, uh, two months, two months. Okay. Yeah. And how, how was, I mean, I know on the after show, when he broke things off, you had said, I tried to already break up with you. Was, was it, did you guys see each other in that two months at all or? So, um, so I was in New York for like 10 days. Um, and we had, we had a, a lot of stuff going on. So I okay. stayed with him the majority of it but during that time I was in a wedding and I couldn't bring him as a guest and Uh, then yeah um he which was in New York and then he had to fly out to LA to to do um men tell all so Uh. our 10 days were supposed to be 10 days and then they kept getting cut down and cut down so we still still got like a good six days or something in together um and we had so much fun we went hiking all the time and like went to all of his favorite places met his friends and his family it was a really good trip oh so you met his family yeah and uh his dog and yeah it was really fun and then after new york like things definitely changed um it was like our relationship just kind of i don't know it was just it was a lot harder all of a sudden wasn't as good um, it just was struggling. And so I kept saying to him, like, and it wasn't immediate. It was like a couple weeks after it was just like, I need more from you, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not getting enough. I, I wanted him to come out to San Francisco or to meet in the middle. And so I kept trying to, I was like, how about these weekends with right. these weekends, work? you know, like, let's make it happen. And I knew that we needed to see each other before the reunion show, just because we were kind of in a rocky place. And so I really wanted to have that time with him. And I just felt like he wasn't, he wasn't responding. 
being, yeah, he just wasn't, um, wasn't going for it at all. And so I'm like, okay, well, um, if that's the case, then like, this isn't, this isn't going to work out, you know? And yeah. so I remember having, I, like, a, I was crying the yeah. whole conversation in one of them. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm not, my, my needs are not being met. And yeah, good. Uh, and I feel like I'm putting so much more into the relationship than you are. And so in, the, in that conversation, he was like, oh my God, I feel terrible. I had no idea that that's how you felt. Um, mm. He's like, I'm going to step it up. I don't want to lose you. And that was like two weeks before the reunion. And um, mm. so we had, we had sort of two conversations like that. That was the second conversation. But that one was like, a, I, he was definitely like, I don't want to lose you, mm. you know? And after that, like our relationship got better um then right before the reunion um it got much better mm-hmm. uh there was like that week before we were like talking on the phone texting constantly um his mom's birthday had happened the weekend before so I sent her flowers like just as a surprise oh, that's he, so sweet he was like oh my god that was so sweet and like was very thankful and and so I felt like that really um yeah that was like a, something that sort of catapulted our relationship again to like a good place so we really I felt like we're in a good not a great place not a terrible place we were just like you good. were just coasting yeah and I'm like after the reunion we um he had booked an Airbnb and um we had changed our flights back so we were gonna have uh the reunion filmed on a Tuesday we were gonna have until Friday um just to spend the week together yeah. and get back on track and um so I thought there's no way in hell that he's going to break up with me if he does After break up booking an airbnb yeah it'll be maybe on that friday when we're all leaving oh god see me again but like truthfully i was like it wouldn't that just doesn't it, he won't it won't happen and i remember saying to him like a couple days before just like in a laughing kind of conversation i'm like okay just please promise me one thing that you won't break up with me on the reunion oh just like as a you know but like a, so still how did he respond he, and he said um he said I would never do that to you I swear on my mother's life I won't do that I would never want to humiliate you like that because I wouldn't want that done to me and so again I'm like okay well <laughs> that's not what gonna in the heck um and then he does it I felt very confident that like I felt like we were just gonna be the boring couple at the reunion, like Chris Harrison, was gonna we're say, happy, oh, we're good, like yeah. things are just good, you know, we're taking it day by day. Um, and, and then the reunion came and we were supposed to actually be able to watch um, our episode together because okay. it was the night, the night before the reunion was, um, was our episode to, together when okay. he came. So we were going to be able to watch it together and then, we weren't, um, they kept us in different hotels. So we, that was kind of like, I thought, and he thought that was going to be our chance to like talk and just like make sure we're good and on the same page before going into the reunion. But I think he just got in his head and, um, I don't really know what happened. I'm still like really, really, you guys have not like spoken. No, we, we have actually like, we've spoken a lot since then. Uh, so that that week after the after the reunion and the breakup that night there was like a cast dinner party thing usually yeah Yeah. um I didn't want to go I wanted to get on a flight back home that night because I was like 
I went back to my hotel. I put pajamas on and I ordered a pizza and I was just yes. like, and some of the girls from the show were like, you have to go, you have to show him that he can't break you. And so I was like, okay, um, mm. pulled my together. I like, didn't even clean up my makeup or shower. I just put on a different dress and I you go, girl. Um, sat on the other side of the table from him super super uncomfortable and awkward um but I think I was just like so in shock and so numb still that that was like the only way I was able to get through that week because so we saw each other that night and we talked that night a little bit and it was it was like a interesting conversation it didn't really get us anywhere but he I didn't like say I, sorry for lying to you and dumping you on tv even though I, I told you I wasn't going to I don't even remember what he said to me <sighs> to be honest but Boys. I just remember like coming out of that conversation and being like, okay, I don't think I hate him. I don't know how, like, but we're not together. But he kept saying like, he didn't want to break up with me, but he like got really confused. And it was just a very confusing conversation. Anyways, like the next day we see each other at another event and it was not such a productive conversation. We both had a little bit too much to drink. Um, so we made plans to see each other the following day, like meet on the beach, have just like a sober daytime yeah. conversation. <laughs> Um, and so we, we met, um, at the Airbnb that he booked for us Oh, and we um. walked out to the beach and, um, we had like an hour long conversation. It was one of the best conversations I think we've ever had, like in my entire time knowing him. And then, um, I had two girlfriends who knew, like I call, I was able to call them the night of the breakup and they both changed their work schedules, changed like their whole calendar around. Oh down Thursday morning, booked a hotel, got a rental car. So they were meeting, going to come meet me at the beach. And, um, so he and I like talked and then I was like, Hey, by the way, two of my girlfriends are here and they want to talk to you. <laughs> and so he actually like sat down and talked to them for an hour, um, had a long conversation. And so it was, it was just very confusing. Like the next probably week we, we talked and we talked like a good amount. We were calling each other. Um, but then I just realized I was like, wait, I'm so confused right now. Like, yeah. I think I still hadn't actually let it sink in, like how bad the breakup was and yeah. like what happened. And so I think, um, the, that week I was just, I was, it was almost like we went right back to how we were. It was like, we were still talking because when we left paradise and we talked every day in paradise, but then when we left the show, we talked every single day. So this was like the first time ever that we sort of, you know, like weren't supposed to be talking, but we yeah. were sort of talking every day. And, um, and so I finally said to him that I needed some space and I needed some time just to figure out my feelings. Cause I was way too Good. confused. Yeah. And, um, and so we, we took a couple, well, tr I tried to take a couple days. I think he still texted and called me every day during that time. Um, because he just didn't get it, but yeah. I was like, hello, no, need time. So now it's, yeah. And then last weekend, like we, we, he sent me flowers and he, um, he tried to talk to me a little bit, but I think it was like once the episode, the finale episode actually aired, that was almost a harder yeah. breakup me. Weirdly enough, like I think watching it back was, was very emotional. I think it made it very final. And then he sort of had like a, the following day. So the finale was on a Tuesday on that Wednesday. Um, the next day he had like a lash out on social media and Twitter. And, um, I think that was so incredibly hurtful. To now, me. What did he say? I didn't see anything. 
he he just had like a couple posts that I felt like were probably directed at me, and then he was just liking a lot of tweets and things that were were just mean. So like any Ew. anything, anytime anyone put up something mean, I felt like he like it said he had liked it. Ew. So I was like more hurt by that. Like I almost in a way felt like I could have probably forgave the whole reunion and. I don't know, like somehow probably could have in my mind been like, okay, whatever, like, and gotten yeah. back to something. But I think rewatching it and then how he reacted the following day, I was, it was, that was more difficult for me than anything. And so it's been hard for me to get past that. Girl, you deserve better than that. <laughs> you know, you do. I know. And it's, so it's just, it's been a roller coaster because the thing is that people don't realize, oh, see, I'm like, don't, oh. you can get upset if you want. um no it's just hard because people don't realize like how much we did love each other and how much I fall in love with him and how much it is hard to like to um to just like cut those feelings off and move on I know you here here's what I will say you remind me a lot of myself and I I saw this a lot when I was watching you I think you and I both just really want love we yeah. want a good guy. We we're ready for that. And for whatever reason, it kind of hasn't happened. And, um, I got kind of called desperate too. I, I saw a yeah. lot of people calling you desperate and it was annoying to me. You know, we, we hang on to any little thing that shows us like, Oh, this is it. This is the time. Right. This is the one. And then we, we get really, fucked in the end because we we get disappointed we hang on to these little things and then it doesn't work and it crushes us you know right I don't I don't want to speak for you but I watched you and I saw a lot of myself of just being a good person who just wants love and um you know you seem like you're you're so optimistic and so forgiving and and I, it's my downfall (laughs) it's 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 a downfall of mine too is like I I just remember um I, I looked goofy on the show too, because I was like, Oh, th- this is, this is so good. This is it. Here's all these, this, this, and this, this is what he's told me. And this is what he said. And, you know, guys can run their mouths and girls can too. But, um, you know, it looks like he made you feel safe and you, you fell and I'm, you know, I'm not saying he's a bad guy, but you deserve so much and it's going to happen. Yeah. And, um, it's yeah we fall hard we're two people who fall really fast really hard I'm the same way and there's nothing wrong with that um but yeah the stuff like this is brutal it's so brutal and then having to live it and then watch it again I think um, that's the thing like it's funny because yeah it's definitely been a roller coaster when people ask me this has been a unique breakup for me because usually mm -hmm. breakups, I'm much more um I don't know what the word is like regimented in terms of how I deal with it. Yeah. And this one, it's just, I mean, it's completely uncharted waters because mm-hmm. not only had, did I have to live through it? And then like, I communicated with him for two weeks afterwards and then relive it and then still have him contacting me and then have to talk about it publicly and see people talking me about it. Um, it's definitely hard. And I'm, the thing is, I know I, I deserve better and I know my person's out there and I am hopeful and I'm, I'm trying my very best to stay positive and just to move forward. But I think it is, it is difficult because I think a lot of people are like, get over it already. And I'm like, no, No. but this is like, I actually 
went through and like yeah. it's, this, wasn't, this wasn't just like a blimp and you know a little like something this was like a person that I really I still care about you know yeah. um I don't want him back now but I wouldn't even look at it <laughs> yeah that's why I was watching some interviews and everyone's like so do you think there's another chance and I'm like no there or is no other chance those interviews were also like maybe earlier on and yeah. I think how things have continued the thing is if he really wanted to I, the thing is he wants me in his life but he doesn't want me back as like yeah. his girlfriend and so you can't have both and if he really did want me I mean he would be on a plane He'd hop on a plane um he would he would really figure out a way to make it make me have a hard time saying like no but right now I just I had a good good conversation with one of my best friends yesterday and mm-hmm. she just said just remind yourself that like no matter what right now like right now in this moment it can never work like no. it could work in the future but right now like there's no way it could work so um just give yourself that now to like heal yep. and um and so that's sort of I'm just trying to stay busy be around yep. good supportive people think about things in the future to stay optimistic about plan trips things like that so planning trips I always say it's so important to feel all the feelings this is not something that you can just get over in 25 seconds I've been there god I like I fall for people and then they pull the carpet from under me and I'm just I get so devastated but yeah I mean just stay busy he probably feels bad so he's sending flowers and texts and he he wants you probably in his life because he doesn't want anyone to he I mean the the, the nice thing is it seemed like America was largely on your side, which I know is very stupid to say, but in these, these days, it kind of feels good. Yeah, it does. And yeah. I, I that was like the part of me though, that I had such a hard time dealing with the, the following days. It was like amazing the support that I was getting, but I felt so bad that he was getting all the negative um, support. And so it was like, it's a weird thing too. Cause when you care about somebody, you don't want them to suffer them to hurt. And so it's hard because America is like now watching this all publicly and is like, you, you know, he's such an asshole, like don't take him back and you're a strong woman. And I want to represent that, but yeah. it's like represent the strong woman. You did, you did. Uh, but then at the same time, like I am a kind and forgiving person and I, I do see the best in people. So yeah, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing to have to go through. I don't ever know how I'll be able to explain it other than just like a weird, bizarre world. This whole bachelor experience is unexplainable, but the good yeah. thing is your, your, uh, your knight in shining armor will come along and one day you'll look at this and you'll be able to laugh at it and yeah. just take it as a life lesson. If there's two things I love in this world, it is, first of all, wine, and second, subscription boxes. So a wine subscription box, yep, count me in, I love it. (laughs) Bright Cellars is my monthly subscription box that sends me wines that are matched to my taste. So all the bottles came wrapped in tissue paper, seriously felt like Christmas, except it was wine, so it was even better than Christmas. They have this fun quiz that asks you, I don't know, your go-to drink at the bar or what kind of chocolate you like, just simple questions like that. And then they make a taste profile for you and show you wines that match your profile. It's really nice for me because I get to try the wines I've never heard of or I don't know that I normally wouldn't try at the store, but you know that you'll already like them because they've matched them exactly to your profile. 
profile. So you don't need prior wine knowledge to find your matches. Just answer a few simple questions and they do the rest for you. And they'll always deliver the wines right to your door. Bright Sellers loves educating their members about wine too. So I don't know, each shipment comes with a little insert that gives you cool wine tips. I love mine. My last shipment came with one that talked about quick ways to cool your wine down if you forget to put your white wine in the fridge, which I have done so many times and I felt more educated upon uh, reading my little insert. They also have a team of wine concierges that are so friendly and educated in all things wine to help you with absolutely anything you need. So everything Bright Sellers does is centered around customers. They're offering 50% off your first month to prove it to you. So go to brightsellers.com slash mouthing off for 50% off. That's bright like the light bulb and sellers like a wine seller.com slash mouthing off for 50% off. That's such a good deal. So go to brightsellers.com slash mouthing off right now. Someone just tweet, uh, Snapchatted me because I said I was interviewing you, and they do want to know about the Airbnb. This is a very, very good question. So, um, so I've been in contact with Airbnb. I booked my stay because they offered you a stay, right? So we booked it last night. Actually, um, I just got my like email this morning saying oh you're confirmed God. for your Airbnb stay. So it's not happening until um, until next month, unfortunately. Where are you I wanna- going? Um, we're actually just staying local. We're okay. going to go someplace like tropical, but, um, I'm going with, I'm going with the two girlfriends who flew down to like yeah. change their whole work. I feel like I owe them and, um, what good friends you have. And yeah, there's, I mean, that's the thing. Like it, they just are so amazing. So I just wanted to treat them to like a great weekend. So yeah. we're just going to do a girl's weekend. And because it's local, I'm not actually like celebrate my birthday at the same time. Perfect. My birthday is October 12th. So I'll invite some, some more girlfriends and just have like, a girl's girl's That's so great. Yeah, that was yeah. funny. So based on this, I'm assuming this is what the Snapchatter was talking about. You were, when he was breaking up, you were like, what about the Airbnb? And everyone was commenting, being like, so relatable that uh, she's concerned yeah. about the Airbnb. Well, because Chris, Chris Harrison said, like, what when when Camille left the stage, he said, well, what are you thinking about now? What's going on here? <laughs> um, he, he was like, so what are you thinking about now? And I was like, I couldn't, I had no thoughts, but the only thing I could think of was like, where am I going to stay now? What's my Airbnb situation? Did he stay in that thing? He did. So yeah, it made me really mad. And he asked one of the girls to stay in the guest room. I was like, you've got to be, I was so kidding me. I was so pissed. (laughs) Oh, he's done. He's done. We're getting rid of him. Yeah. Well, we already did, but we're really done with them. (laughs) Um, Wow. That's shocking. Okay. Just a couple. I was like, like, if if you were a real gentleman, you would have said you You stay in the Airbnb that I booked and I'll find a hotel or a couch to sleep on. Instead, I slept like in one of my girlfriend was like, okay, I don't have a guest bed, but you can come and crash in my bed. So we like cuddled in 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 her bed together. But I mean, thank God I have good friends, you know, you have the best friends ever, apparently. And Camille life lesson. If you dump a girl, you have to do everything for her. So she gets the Airbnb, sir. What a, yeah, it was funny because Twitter saw this whole thing or uh, Airbnb saw it on Twitter and said, Annalise, we'll, we'll put you up for free. What a, what a cool, that's, that's the silver lining in all of this Yeah, is the Airbnb. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So we have two more questions from Snapchat. Um, 
let's talk the Jordan and Jenna situation. Um, I still don't really know. Does anyone know? No, I mean, I've reached out to both of them. Jordan hasn't gotten back to me, but Jenna wrote back and said that, um, you know, like it's all it's fake. fake. And I think that they have communicated a little bit since. I haven't really been keeping up on it, mm -hmm. to be honest. I don't, I, I don't think it is true, okay. but I, oh, I have no idea. Okay. I don't have hard concrete evidence on that. So I don't think anybody really does. Yeah. But we'll see. I am curious, but I mean, they broke up. I think, I think for them, it was actually, I think Jordan did an interview saying that there were like other things leading up to that as well. And I yeah. think it was really just like the, the last straw. Sort for of him. Yeah. 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 Okay. So there's that. I should have written down who wrote these in. Someone asked, what do you think of Colton being the bachelor? I love Colton. You do. He's um, he is just like a hunk of man too. Yeah. Um, he's a so hunk, of, hunk of handsome. <laughs> <laughs> he's so he's like tall and handsome like when you see him in person you're like wow oh i would freak i'd probably drool everywhere <laughs> uh, he's but he's also just got such like a sweet kind tender heart you know like i remember there was a night um in paradise i can't remember if it was the jordan or kenny thing but there was a night that i was like crying when was I not? When but, were you not crying <laughs> i would be too i'll cry a lot but, uh, <laughs> but that he kind of like I was trying to get back to the room as quickly as possible just to avoid talking to anyone. And yeah. he came running. I had, hadn't had a conversation with him at all at this point. And he was like, Annalise, Annalise. And he ran me down and we like went and we sat on one of the day beds. And he was like, I was having a hard day yesterday. And Bibiana did the same thing to me. And I just wanted to like, let you know, Aww. he was just like so supportive and so sweet. And, um, so I just, I think he's a, I think he's a great guy and yeah. hope that he finds his person. So you're going to watch. I will watch. Yeah. I still think Tia might show up. I think she'll definitely show up. <laughs> Not, I don't think she'll show up as, 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 a, as someone to walk in the door and she'll show up as like a teaser of like, Oh, you know, they've got to have her in the promo in yeah. some way. And everyone's going to be like, Whoa. Okay. Right. So last question, since you're single now, and I imagine your direct messages are going nuts. So, <laughs> but what are you looking for in a guy right this second? Um, okay. So I feel like I, I just said this in another interview actually, but I feel like it's just, it's, I got to go back to what I kept saying on paradise. I just want somebody who's kind and who adores me. Okay. Um, I mean, there's obviously like physical attributes that I'm looking for, but then yep. also I just want somebody who's, who's funny, who makes me laugh. They don't have to actually be funny to anyone else. Um, <laughs> just funny you know, to you. Yeah. yeah. Um, somebody who is like down to try new things and go and explore the world with me and like go, you know, go Love to a club or go to a flea market or whatever. Like I want a partner in life. I want somebody who we're, we are like best friends and, you know, do everything together. And yeah. Just like really a partner. So, so if you think that you, uh, match those qualities, <laughs> You can find, oh, let's uh, do all your social medias. Um, I don't even, I'm so bad at social media. I don't even <laughs> You've gotten really, your, your Instagram feed is, is very good. Oh, thank you. The um, model shots are great. <laughs> uh, so my Instagram is just Annalise P, but nobody ever knows how to spell my name. So it's A-N-N-A-L-I-E-S-E-P. Okay. Um, and then I don't even, is that really bad? I don't even know what my Twitter, oh, my let's, Twitter. Let me look it up. I, I have think you it's here. Annalise underscore P underscore. Let's just make sure. We don't want to tell the people wrong. It is. That's so sad. I don't even know. 
And I don't know what my Snapchat is either because I never use it. It's Annalise underscore P underscore. Okay. And everyone go to the, you don't tweet. I don't tweet. I just like link my Instagram to my Twitter. You do. You do. Um, yeah, so maybe, I mean, go follow her, but definitely Instagram is the the hot yeah. ticket, the place to be. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, okay, well, I love talking to you. Don't cry anymore, even though I know you will, because no. I am just like you. So, but it's, actually, it's like interview days or like podcast days where I know, I know it's coming. And so it's like that anxiety buildup of like, I know, I know about it, but emotions are good. You're, you're going to be so fine. And when the, yeah. the man slides in your DM from your description and is like, that is me. And then you fall in love. A date for a bit. But I mean, yeah, just maybe like relax. You can be single yeah. for three months. months off. Yeah. yeah. You could be me and be single for six years. And then I'm going to go on paradise next season. Do it. It's not going to happen. But you have a good day. I'll send you a link to this. It was so good to talk to you. Mwah. Bye, hun. Be happy. You're going to be great, okay? Thanks. Okay, bye. bye.